Hello and welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. We are here recording episode 186, and today we are going to be talking about what life might look like after this pandemic, after the coronavirus. Uh, Jared and I will be taking out our magical crystal balls today and trying to figure out and discuss what we might think uh, some of the consequences, effects, and uh, what life will look like hopefully in a few months once uh, this pandemic has hopefully slowed down or ended. So my partner in crime and my man with the plan, I'm very happy to uh, introduce my co-host. What's going on, Jared? Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to the Untranslatable Podcast. Hey, first note uh, up top here. I thought we were talking about the future of travel due to coronavirus specifically. Ah, that as well. Because that as well. I believe that's... What do you mean that as well? We're also going to discuss that today. Okay. No, hold on. Hold on. Or now, am, or am, am I wrong here to say that? Isn't that what you wrote? Probably. Here, I can redo the intro. How the virus will change the way we live and travel. I guess you said live. Live right. and travel. Uh-huh. Live and travel. I'm not travel. saying. I, okay. All right. All right. So you all cover right. the travel. I'll cover the live. That's why we're a team, Perfect. baby. Perfect. We got this. Spread a little love. Follow us. <laughs> on instagram on translatable podcast there is no team on instagram that's just me <laughs> follow us on twitter untranslatable one uh once again that's a solo operation there too but it's a fun solo operation i have fun on twitter um you can also give us five star reviews y'all please in Russian, give us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher specifically. You can also uh, see us on, on YouTube um, during these coronavirus times. You're all quarantined. You know, you can listen to us on the podcast app, but, you know, have our faces there to scare you a little bit, you know? <laughs> oh, no. Never mind. Just listen on the podcast apps. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Jared. Um Hey, Chad, thanks for coming on... Uh, on the Millennial State of Mind podcast. Yeah, that was thanks fun. for having me, buddy. It was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. We talked a little bit about um, the activities during the, what we're doing during these quarantine times and, and actually trying to get some solid things in line. We got Don aligned to the, um, to the, uh, what is it? Friends oh, yeah, for 14. Fred, for, yeah, friends for four, 14 friends in 14 days. Yep. Um, and um, I wanted to just ask you here, have you gotten started on that? Because I Oh, have. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I'm curious to hear about you. What, who, okay. Who, who or what like, relation to this person do you have and who did you contact? Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I started easy, but this is someone I haven't talked to in a long time and, is someone, and someone that I'm always thinking about I should be, I should be checking in on. And that is... Um, He's actually been mentioned on this podcast often because he's one of my closest friends, and that's mm-hmm. Chris, my cousin. That's and, right. And um, he is doing well. He's back home with his family. Thanks for asking everyone. He's in the uh, well. You don't need to. Don't worry where he's at. But he's back home with his <laughs> he, family. He's, he's home safe. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> um, and I talked to him a bit. He's actually uh, in med school right now. Mm-hmm. So. Um, I talked to him like how how that is affecting him. He's in it's not not well because he's uh, was about to start rotations, Ooh. and so those have just been pro- postponed until um, until after everything. Down. Yeah, 
Yeah. Um, but it is good to talk to him. And it just makes it reminds me that uh, there's no reason for me to wait. Wait that True. long. I don't know. True. I don't know. Feels good to but reconnect, doesn't it, Jared? It does. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I would say so. What about you? Who did you reconnect with? So, well, so my, the, the people I've reconnected with, uh, I have to thank a few students of mine, um, Adam, Stepan, and uh, Yirka, who called me the other night. Spread a little um, love. And uh, we had a nice little chat. They were former students of mine in the Czech Republic, um, in Khomutov. Did they like FaceTime you or something? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Video, video okay. call with the three of them. Um, and, uh, Were you ready for a video call? Were you prepared for it? It was spontaneous. It was spontaneous. I was. I feel like I'm never prepared for a video call. <laughs> not unless and you not plan even visually, it beforehand. Just like, just like psychologically, I'm always just like, Ugh. <laughs> right. Well, that was the thing. Was I was setting up for my private English lessons, and uh, uh. and then my phone started to ring, and I'm like, I'm like, wait, I'm like. Why are these guys calling? I was like, I haven't talked to them in forever. You know what? I'll pick yeah, it up. Take so it. Yeah. I took it, and I'm glad I did. Uh, and we had a nice little 20 minute chat. And then because of that, I decided to contact three other students of mine, former mm. students from the Czech Republic. I think tomorrow my plan is to reach out to three. I don't know why I keep doing three people, <laughs> but I'm going to reach out. Sorry, I'm getting a phone call right now. You can always tell. You know what I love about you, Chad? I can always what? tell. Um, what what you what what you what you're like genuinely excited to do and what you're not excited mm-hmm. to do um because no one you asked knew, you to do you three. Knew this one uh-huh. <laughs> no one asked you to do three people a day and now you're like oh, i think i'm gonna over 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 achieve right. and i'm like oh okay cool 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 but um yeah. cool cool cool, uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah that's good. That's good. I'm not going to over, over, overachieve. I'm just going to do the task because it's not as fun for me. Um, Nothing wrong with that. I mean, I don't have. I don't hate it. I'm not. I'm not a Grinch about it. Like, oh my god, I got to talk to this person. Right. But it is more of like a chore for me. Um, but I'm definitely going to do why, it. And why I, is I know, that, Jared? Um, why does it know. make you feel that way? I don't know. I, I, why does it make me feel that way? Do you feel like a burden on other people, Jared? A little bit, but also, I f- yeah. But also, I'd always, I just feel like I don't have anything to say, really. You know, it's like I don't, I don't really have you anything say, to say. You say what's up. <laughs> you say what's going on. What's happening? I, I know, I know. Yeah, and yeah, and I How mean, this is my doing? freaking. This is my cousin slash one of my. I mean, he's not like a um, first cousin, but mm. you know, he is a like you know family essentially, and one of my closest friends. And it's like something. There is something to talk about. It's not like there's nothing mm-hmm. to talk about. Sure. But it is. It is a little bit. It's like I don't. I don't have anything to say. Yeah. Yeah. I can. It's just. I don't know. So. So. Jars, I can, yeah. I think we need to add another layer to this challenge to make it a little bit more fun. Okay. For who? For both of us. It's only fair if it's both of us. Have Come you on finished now. the uh, book, by the way? Speaking of challenges. No, no mm-hmm. I have not. Have you? No. Yeah. I. I maybe. I, I need to read more. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, um, I thought I'd really. I, I realized like a week ago that I was kind of behind, and I was like, "Well, in the last week, I'll really pick it up," and that didn't right. happen. Right. All right. Add this other layer for other. Me, the Chad. next layer is we need to contact at least six people and communicate with them in a language other than English. Because here at the Untranslatable Podcast, we do promote language learning and travel and culture. And since we can't really do the travel right now, Jared, we got to 
up the language learning. So I think uh, we need to contact at least six people and speak with them in a different language or write or something like that. I mean, I, I know plenty of people I could talk to that could speak German, but I don't, I'm not really friends with many, like most of my friends, I'm not really friends with any, like a lot of like other language speaking people. Most of my friends from, um, from any sort of like all my, all my obviously study abroad friends, n- none of mm-hmm. them really speak German. And then, um, that's not, not true. Th- about you? Nolan. Uh, yeah, I guess Ian, so. I don't know Carl. what it is. Yeah. I guess. I don't even have, yeah. <laughs> All right, whatever. Sure. But, yeah. I, People I from Albion. Fink speaks German. You could write to him in German. Does he, though? We have write a, to him and see what happens. That's so weird. Okay, be kind of okay. fun. Be kind of fun. <laughs> I guess the- I'd be curious to see what his reaction would be. <laughs> All right, fine, fine. fine. And I will do the All same. Right. I will cool. gladly do the don't, same. It's don't text fair. me though. I don't. I don't want to get any I'm German t- I'm, from you. I'm texting you only you every in day. German and Spanish, <laughs> in Mandarin, in Russian, oh in Czech. I'm coming at you, Jared, with I'm all the languages. I'm gonna stop responding to you. You don't want that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Jared ignoring me? I've only sent him 20 messages in six different languages. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um. All right, I want to talk about this. Um, I want to talk about this travel situation and life after. I'm trying so hard. It's everything, like every fiber of my soul, is like just don't talk about the Rona until it's Rona time. So let's just. Uh, Spread <laughs> love. I'm, sure, I'm sure your shout out might have something to do with it, but yep, I'm trying to yep. control myself at least. Yep, but this is a good one. I think it's the only thing happening in the world. That's true. That is true. Um, so I don't know if you've heard about this, Jared, but the Texas Roadhouse CEO has given up their salary salary and bonus to pay workers during the coronavirus mm. outbreak. Uh, Kent Taylor, mm. W. Kent Taylor, the co-founder and CEO of Texas Roadhouse. W. Kent right, Taylor. W. Kent Taylor, <laughs> the co-founder and CEO of Texas Roadhouse Incorporated, <laughs> will be giving up his bonus and base salary this year to pay his chain workers during the coronavirus pandemic. Is that a good... Is that a Texas oh, wow. accent? I don't know if that's a Texas Sleeping accent or what that is. But, uh, I don't know if it's a Texas accent, but that was a pretty good Southern accent. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it does uh, sound kind of Texas-y. What, what do you think his base salary amounts to, Jared? W. Um, Kent Taylor, what's my salary? So, <laughs> I bet you he has a firm handshake. I bet he you he probably a does. Firm as big belt buckle, fancy cowboy <laughs> <Yes>. hat, khaki <laughs> suit, something yeah. like that, bolo tie, maybe. Uh, um, we're picturing the same person, yep. and he like judges you ninety nine percent based off of that first handshake. <laughs> kind of yes, and kind of like Doug like Dimmidome, owner of the Dimmidome. Got a firm handshake. Yes. Yeah, he has to duck in the buildings to his cowboy hat. So his hat doesn't fall off. That's right. Um so he he's the CEO of just Texas Roadhouse or he's yeah, the this CEO is his usually for Texas Roadhouse Incorporated. Okay, cuz usually these restaurants oh like chains that own like right. 30, Multiple, you know, 10, 15 yeah. restaurants. So just this is for just Texas, Texas Roadhouse, Roadhouse, I think. Yeah. Okay. Um 12 million. Uh, okay, it's not that high. It's five hundred. Okay, let me try again. Let me. Tr- oh, okay. Well, I didn't tell you. No, go ahead. Five hundred. Well, this and twenty-five thousand dollars. 
Wow. Well, so well, half, half a mil? See, half a mil is not bad, though, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's obviously I'd a great... Okay I would love to make, yeah. make $500,000. <laughs> right. right. That's not the point. Obviously, that's a great... You know, it's, he can mm-hmm. have a great life with $500,000. Oh, but wait. On and, a per um, basis, the foregone salary and bonus would be just under $1 million. Okay. Um, but my, I guess m- my question is... Uh, oh God, he's probably got like at least, at least four or five heads of animals, deer, bear yeah. uh, heads on his wall at his house. Oh, are <laughs> anyway, you looking at what um, he looks like on Google? Or are you still just picturing? Uh, him? <laughs> he looks like he's actually he's a fit guy. He looks like he's in great shape. Yeah, I like um, to go hunting sometimes. It, other than that, he's essentially what we were guessing. <laughs> but Holy I pictured crap, him to be sort is. of a yeah. I like wearing my cowboy hat with my suit. <laughs> I pictured him to be more of a portly guy. Me too. Yeah, uh, me but he's too. in great shape. But he, he, yeah, he just looks like a uh, like a cowboy. He looks like a down home kind of guy. He does. Um, wh- what I wanted to say was that's obviously very that, that's obviously an admirable ad- admirable move, and I respect mm-hmm. anyone that 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 tries to do that and that and that you know wants and that realizes that you know he probably. You know he's not he's not you know wealthy he's not a mm-hmm. he's not a freaking Bill Gates but he can pro- he probably has he's more still than doing enough all to, right. <clears throat> he probably has more than enough to last him for a couple months I'd imagine right. and um, I wonder though how far that the reason I actually guessed much higher than it is mm-hmm. is because I wonder how far that can go like it's very admirable but I honestly yeah. wonder how far a million dollars goes towards payroll um, that's a great question. But I, but I guess maybe it does go a far away if you're paying, and I'm just making guesses here. I don't know mm-hmm. because you know, like, y- like you can even look at a CEO of a big company. Say some CEO at like well, Microsoft ju- maybe <clears throat> makes like fifteen twenty million dollars. Right. But I'd still wonder how far would it go for them to get. Like obviously it might it would help, but how far right. would that go towards payroll to even help right. pay people? Well, Jared, this might put things into perspective a little bit. I think there's about. Four to five hundred Texas Roadhouse restaurants around the U.S. Okay, and also, <coughs> if I think about it, maybe what he's maybe what that can go to is help paying at least help to pay at least um, waiters and waitresses base salaries, which is you know obviously doesn't account for what they make in tips. But maybe right. if I put it if you put it that way, the base salaries are pretty low for a wait staff, so maybe mm-hmm. it could at least go towards that. So listen. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even dissing this guy because what we, uh, we were just talking about the last episode. First of all, how much is mm-hmm. enough to give? Right. But um, it's not even that. It's just that I was just wondering how far that would go. But it's still. I still respect that very much. And For sure. He's a he's a cowboy and a and a good American. He's a gentleman and cowboy. I don't know. <laughs> well, Jared, uh, I think to you, him. That's right. Give him a big yeehaw. Uh, so, Jared, he's probably got like an oven filled, or excuse me, a freezer like room filled, filled to the with brim steaks. with meat. <laughs> right. You want burgers yeah. or steaks, night, darling? <laughs> yeah. I think I'm gonna become a vegetarian. <laughs> that ain't allowed here. You eat this meat or you get out of my house. <laughs> that's oh that's how gosh. it works. He's got his cowboy hat on still at home, wearing his pajamas and <laughs> yes, his cowboy hat. Yes, of course. <laughs> He's got like his robe, but he has like a, a belt buckle as the robe right. <laughs> belt buckle. <laughs> for sure. Well, Jared, I think you know what time uh, it is. I do. It's time for some untranslatables. Better believe it. Ooh, darn, man. darn tootin', Jared. Darn tootin'. Yeah, darn that's tootin'. not translatable, I'd say. Let me get us started today, Jared, with a Russian 
untranslatable. And it is Pozle Dojdička Vichtvertek. I don't know if I said the last word right. Chetverk. Uh, mm. uh, there we go. Chetverk. Which means after a rain on Thursday. It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'll do that for you after a rain on Thursday. It's kind of like never. I'll see you never. There kind of we thing. go. Good work. Woo. Good work. <clears throat> I like that one. Um, okay. My first one uh, came to me because um, one of my favorite restaurants around here is called uh, Culantro. 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 Excuse me. Si, it's a Peruvian and uh, in Peru, they speak Spanish. This is a Peruvian Spanish untranslatable. Le va a sacar la mierda. Uh-oh. Shit's in there. <laughs> uh -oh. Understood mierda. <laughs> Take someone's shit off. Is that like to clean up after someone's mess? Uh, No. To solve to a take problem? Take someone's shit off. No. To hmm. To talk about someone in a favorable way. So, Chad, imagine I am W. Kent Taylor, CEO of Texas Roadhouse. Darn and, I mean, he looks like a sweetheart, I'm not gonna lie, but he also looks like he doesn't take no shit. True. And imagine um uh, I, I am. I imagine you step onto uh, you. You step onto W. Kent Taylor's property, mm -hmm. and he says, "Listen here, son. You take <laughs> one more step on my property, and I'm gonna have to take your shit off." Uh, hold on, I didn't. I didn't, oh, I didn't kick your ass. Right. And I'm gonna take your yeah. I, I, and, I'm right. gonna, and I'm gonna take your. I can't do it. I can't do a southern accent anymore. I can't take your <laughs> shit. Yeah. All right. My next one for you, for you, Jared, is uh, port Portuguese. Uh, I believe Brazilian <clears throat> Portuguese, and it's chupa esa manga, which means suck this mango. <laughs> is it like essentially? Um, is it uh, Bart Simpson saying, "Eat my shorts"? You know what? I'll give that one to you. It Half means it means in your face, but eat my shorts oh, is kind of oh, like in your like face, a, like a booyah. manga. Yeah, <laughs> right. Okay, my next one is uh, Turkish, and it is uh, nato kafa nato menmer, and it's as thick as two short planks. Is that like a curvaceous lady? As thick as two short planks. No. No. Okay. Damn, girl, you as thick as two short planks. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Can you give me a hint? Slipping on gator piss. Um, your dad, I would imagine, often complains about a certain person a lot, saying that that person is as thick as two short planks. And maybe he hears a lot well, about this person on the news. Charts. Watch, your, you. watch I'm, yourself, Jart. <laughs> it means the I'm president? Yeah. No, I'm, no, 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 no. I'm saying, no. How about you listen to what I'm saying, Okay, Chad? I'll try. I'm saying your dad might say that the president is as short, as thick as two short planks. Dumb, stupid. 
Yes, a very an stupid idiot. person. Okay, nice. Yes. <laughs> Great. My uh, last one for you today, Jart, is Swedish, uh, and it is Inte ha rent mjöl i passen, which means uh, uh, he doesn't have clean flour in his bag. He doesn't have... Oh, it's like he's an idiot. Nope. He doesn't have clean flour in his bag. He doesn't have clean flour in his bag. Or... A guilty conscience. Conscience. You're getting warmer. We would um, we would say that someone has something in their closet. Oh, he, he has like skeletons in their closet. There we go. There's something mm-hmm. to hide. Skeletons yep. in the closet is also an untranslatable. It's a good something one. Something to yep. hide. Yep. A lot of secrets. Mm-hmm. All right, I have one more. One more Turkish one. Zemheri tur afasi gibi, like a giraffe in the winter. Like so, is this like something that's out of place? Uh, yes, but um, to be unprepared. Li- yeah, there you go. People who wear thin clothes in w- winter months, or maybe it's more like mm. a Kelly type. <laughs> maybe I think is actually you what might, it means. I you think might that's need more to describe what, it what that is, Jart. Uh, uh, yeah, it's it's actually that is what it is. It's someone that um, We're no matter the temperature outside. In the winter. <laughs> yeah that no that was extreme that was if yeah. that that was in our, on our coldest days um i, I uh he, he would be, he would whip out the windbreaker and that's how yep. like if i saw him in a windbreaker i'm like all right i need uh, to pull it's cold up yep yep <laughs> scarf gloves i need my parka yeah <laughs> exactly kelly has on a windbreaker hand warmers feet warmers <laughs> better believe it better believe it the long underwear. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Let's talk about Chad. this uh, travel due to and after coronavirus and life after mm-hmm. coronavirus, Jart. Yeah. So, you know, it's interesting. I- I've kind of been thinking a lot about this myself because um, obviously this trip in May is going to have to be uh, rescheduled. Oh, for sure. And um, I mean, even if it didn't have to be rescheduled, I don't know if I'd want to go. But like... Um, the first thing that that I was wondering about is like, well, how, how does a pandemic end? Now I know there's one way, I guess, mm-hmm. and that's with, we the, all die. with the cure or vaccine. <laughs> all right, there's two ways I can think of. <laughs> one is <laughs> one is everyone dies, mm-hmm. and uh, the world's probably better for it. I'm sorry, that was terrible. I Ooh, should not oh. have said that. I don't want to die. I don't want anyone Jared's to die. Words, not my words. But if we all die, I'm saying for the Earth is what I mean, mm. because uh, so far the Earth's been doing pretty great from what I've noticed. But anyway, yep. I don't want that. You made me say that. That even that I wasn't even the one I was say thinking. Anything. Don't put this on me, Jared. <laughs> was the, I wasn't even thinking about death. Um, so there's a cure you could all or die, vaccine, though, that's as you were going to say before I rudely interrupted. Yes, yes. Or there could, or we could find a cure slash vaccine for it, and. Um, I mean, from from I don't I don't know anything, but I'm not very confident. Of, like like I'm I'm not confident in the sense that like I'm 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 like waking up every morning checking to see if a vaccine's come. You know, right? Um, Most so, health experts, Jared, say it won't be until 2021 when we'll probably have a vaccine, mm-hmm. because you know it takes time going through all the clinical trials and and everything else. Right. Um, right. So yeah. Um. So so. That that that's the, that's the, that's what I wonder. Is like when is when is a pandemic officially over? Right. W- w- and who's saying that? Who says all right, pandemic over? 
I'm not. I'm sure you don't know. Probably, no offense. Well, but, no, um, probably the World Health Organization or the CDC. Uh, I guess that. Yeah, I guess that's true. Probably the <laughs> CDC. That makes sense. Yeah. That's, <laughs> um. So uh, yeah. Okay. So um. But but just because the pandemic is over. Mm-hmm doesn't mean that the virus isn't still out there, you know? True. Like, the pandemic can end before there's a there's a cure for it. I would assume so, yeah. And so people could still get it. True. I, I would assume... There could be a second wave as well. There's, there's a, there's a See, lot of stuff about this that's unsure. Um, but at the same... That's... Go ahead. Well, that's where it gets murky for me regarding this whole, um, like... Like when when will we be able to travel again, kind of thing, right. and what will life be like after that? Because it's like I, I don't know. I think I think even when the pandemic is over mm-hmm. and travel is a little bit more freer, <clears throat> I, well, first I'll say this: I bet you, I'm not. I bet you. See, I'm not making bets. I'm guessing. I you can wonder. Make some bets. Let's say this: I bet you at airports for a while they'll be taking temperature. Probably taking people's temperature. Mm-hmm. So like even even once the pandemic is quote unquote over, I bet I wa- I wonder if that'll be a I'm see I'm now I'm scared to make bets because I have no idea I don't no, know I anything. No, th- I think you could be right though. <laughs> but have they like kind of like how like there's still like ch- you know like this strict liquid um, rules, but it's not really been shown that that's done anything. You know. Right. Well, I wonder though too if they have been taking temperatures in the states. I know they were in other countries. I don't know if they have been in the U.S. Uh, because I definitely, when I came back from Bali, I don't recall ever having anybody hold up one of those temperature guns to my forehead or like walking through something. In China, I can tell right. you I walked through, like I said, please walk slowly. We're reading your body temperature. Um, but I agree with you, Jared. I mean, I think the whole point you of this think- episode is to talk about what, how travel and life in general will look like when this ends we have no idea how or when this will end, but uh, these are just a couple of guesses and predictions of what life could look like. Yeah. I'll say this. I bet you we'll see for a while... Um, Cheap flights? Airline flights. Yes, of yeah. course. Mm-hmm. But are you bold enough to get on, <laughs> to get out one of those Petri dishes? That's a good question. The <laughs> other thing is, though, too, is I think this has <clears throat> caused a lot of people to scrutinize airlines for all the extra fees and stuff. And mm. I wonder if airlines will... Interesting. Because... Back, back away because some I, of them? I had I had a couple flights canceled due to this, and I got a full refund for every cancellation. So I'm going to wonder yeah. if this will... You know, like, if they, if they can do it, then why can't they always do it? You know why do they? And with with my uh, with my Paris flight, I, I'm free to to reschedule that, or mm-hmm. I think get a refund as well. Um, maybe just reschedule it because I got like one of the cheaper flights, but right. reschedule it with no extra cost at any point in time up until like you know the day of. Right. Um, and so like like. Well, they don't do it because, because um, you know, they want to make money. But they have really gotten stingy to the point where it's like people are now, uh, in general, afraid to check luggage, which I think has also probably caused um, 
probably just causes more congestion as far as getting people on and on got on and off flights but nobody is no one is stupid enough to check their bag if they don't have to right um, because you're gonna have to pay for it or mm-hmm. it's just gonna be like a hassle and because they and so no one wants to do that or they do the curbside checking like at the gate mm-hmm. but that kind of slows stuff down too and it's just like um I think they'll I think they're gonna have to get more lax um to 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 get people to incentivize people to get to to fly more i i could see that yep. i could see that um may, maybe not companies like spirit because that's always been their thing but right. flights will still be cheaper <clears throat> i'd imagine in general I, I would think so too i think the other thing is too is that um once hopefully this is all said and done i think there are going to be a lot of places that will be offering a lot of different deals and stuff just because uh, they ha- they I think I would imagine most places have been hit pretty hard by this, um, you know, uh, economically and everything else. And so mm-hmm. I think there will be a lot of places that will be offering like deals and packages and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's crazy how many oh, places yeah. their main industry and income is from tourism. We have a pandemic. You're yeah. not going to have tourists coming and spending money. Um, yeah, the tourism season season is like starting, like just starting now, right. essentially, really. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, Italy's been shut down for like a month, essentially. Yep. Um, here's an okay. here's another thing though that I think might become. Well, can I do one more first uh-huh. sure, on this sure. travel thing? Yeah, yeah. One more, more. I also think that um, with cheap flights, I also think road tri- road trips will go up a lot and on driving will go up again. a lot. Yes, mm-hmm. I, f- I feel like there will be a lot more um, happening. I almost forgot which button it was. I fr- like, fr- freaked out for a second. Watch out, Jared. Uh, but I got it. Uh, there's going to be a, 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 a... But I'm interested... I don't know what will happen with gas prices. I'm not smart enough to know... Yeah, I'm not sure yet either. What, we'll have to what, see. Because gas prices are cheap as hell now. Right. And they obviously part of that is because no one's driving, so demand is slow. But also... Right. Once uh, something, by the way, I don't know a lot about, but I have heard that there has been a lot of um, like um, like a uh, price wars between um, the gas Russian wars. oil companies mm-hmm. and, and Saudi, Middle Eastern right? oil company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, middle, yeah, Saudi companies trying to uh, like fight for business or whatever. Right. And so um, obviously that's going to end at some point too. And so I'm interested to see. What will happen there? But I think a lot of people, especially in the United States, I mean, even in Europe, a lot, you know, people have pretty easy access to cars. Of a lot of people do. I think we'll see um, a big increase in in driving and road trips. I think people are scared in the short term. Will be scared in the short term right. to to get on any sort of mass public transportation yep. if they Plane, can avoid train, it, whether that bus. be right, right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to this next point, though, Jared. What I think coronavirus will, this whole pandemic will change is, at least for a little while, I think people will be more cautious when they travel. Uh, and yeah. one thing that I've seen from the Czech Republic, the Czech Republic, in terms of response to this pandemic, uh, from the Czech friends I have and stuff that I still follow on social media, a lot of Czech people have been making their own masks. And I think I've heard about this. Yeah, and I think we're going to see this at least within the next half year to a year, probably, of people. I've heard they're functional wear, too. Yeah, of people wearing masks when they're out in public, uh, and the whole mm-hmm. the whole campaign in the Czech Republic is basically, <clears throat> I keep me safe by wearing a mask. You keep you safe. Everybody's being safe. Um, right. You know. And now whether or not that's you know, there's no s- empirical 
evidence or data that I could say that I know of right now, but I think it's not a terrible idea. Uh, and a lot of people, yeah, they're mm-hmm. making their own masks just with like a cloth mask. And I think there's a way you can make it. So it's like a filter. Um, yeah. Some of them look pretty cool too. Uh, yeah, there's a guy named Lex Friedman. I don't know if you've heard of him. Never heard of him. But he um, he's a uh, like a some sort of some sort of scientist at um, MIT, and mm-hmm. he I saw I follow him on Instagram, and he was showing um, you know making one out of, out of like uh, t- old T-shirt or something, yep. and he kind of looked like a and he, and he he actually he was wearing a suit at the time too. Mm-hmm. Kind of looked like a ninja. <laughs> I mean, dude, I felt like a, like an evil villain in an apocalyptic movie when I was wearing my my black. Oh yeah. Mask. Uh, when the air pollution. Do you still was have bad. that? I do. Yeah. Oh, where? Okay. I th- I'd have. I have to find it. But yeah, it's Dude, somewhere around it's, here. Yeah, I almost should. I, I almost regret asking you that. You shouldn't even admitted that. That's now <laughs> more. That's uh, worth more than toilet paper now. That's true. Those N95. Do you have like filters and stuff? They're all back in my apartment in Jinan still. What's 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 your what's your what's your thought on that stuff? What do you mean? You've given up. You're not even gonna try. We'll, we'll see. Uh, I, you haven't even tried though. You try, even tried. What do you mean tried? What what exactly do you want me to try, Jerry? I've contacted the people I've contacted. Okay, that's I'm trying. Waiting. No, that's trying. That's yeah. trying. <laughs> I'd contact them again, but yeah. um, it's yeah. just right, slowly it starting to get back to normal over there. But I think it's not like. You but need I think it. that's the other thing too, Jerry. Is I think this pandemic is going to also alter the way people perceive foreigners coming into their country for better or for worse i think unfortunately for a little while it will be for the worse especially if you are of any asian ethnicity unfortunately um yeah i heard a real i I don't remember if it was a, a friend who showed me a tweet or if it was an insta post or whatever but uh someone from oh i don't remember where but they were they were muslims and they said this is the first time a lot of muslims have felt safe traveling <laughs> because a lot of the discrimination has, which oh, it's man. sad. I can but hear. Probably I can true. imagine a comedian making a great joke out of that. Probably like, like, a, uh, yeah. like a Muslim comedian making a right. great joke out of that. <laughs> oh, for sure. Um, but I mean, look the th- the thing that I think is also terrible is that I think life after this pandemic could be more nationalistic because of just the response and different beliefs of how to handle during. Why, uh, just what we while need now is after. more nationalism i know right um but i think uh and i think for a while people are also still going to be a little uneasy um just with other people around them like you know still right now if you mm-hmm. if you do go out in public and you cough you get death glares i think it's gonna be <laughs> like that for a while dude there's a video on uh on instagram with this guy on the news he was a doctor at, on the news obviously talking about uh coronavirus and he was trying so hard to hold in the cough and he was like mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he was like he's like you can't cough out of air no nope. uh yeah for sure i'll tell you this um you make a i didn't even think about the social distancing thing obviously that's probably going to be a thing for a while now maybe not to yep. the extent that i see these days as i walk around where like right. people actively cross the street when you come at them mm-hmm. um but maybe you know uh maybe uh what is it when you don't notice that you're doing something but you're doing it subconsciously um, Maybe subconsciously that'll happen, right? But um, I will say, like at work and stuff, I'll know mm-hmm. you'll I'll, you'll probably notice that people will think twice because you know work is kind of a petri dish in itself. You know, we're all oh, kind of for sure. trapped in this building. And personally, 
I think I'm. Um, this is the first time I've ever, um, I've ever dabbled in in grocery pick, uh, grocery delivery, grocery pickup. Mm-hmm. Um, now, grocery pickup doesn't really make any sense to me unless there's a pandemic mm-hmm. because I'm going to the store. I was like, well, why don't I just go in and get it, you know? And right. I kind of like going. It's it's shopping online has its benefits. It's easier to find weird stuff because you can just type it in. True. But also shopping in person has it has its benefits too. Of course, because um, you can try it, stuff uh, on. You can see it. Yeah, it's a little easier to stumble upon stuff right. if you uh, walking around. Um, and so, like I and I, I like going to grocery stores too. So, so but I, I definitely will probably f- at least for. Um, you know, the foreseeable future, even after the pandemic is over, I'll probably make a point to, to, uh, uh, to, you know, use that as much as I can. Now, maybe if I have to get something, right. one, you know, maybe if I need something, I won't be like, oh man, I got to wait till tomorrow. Cause that's when they can deliver it. Right. Maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll actually just go to the grocery store. For I something wonder, like that, but I'll definitely, I wonder though, Jared, if this pandemic will cause delivery to become the, a bigger norm for more things than mm. just food. Like, like I've told yeah. you and mentioned numerous times on this podcast, it seemed like in China you could get everything under the sun delivered right to your door, more or less. And you can hear too already, like, but it's just it's not as it's not it's used not as, as much. mainstream. Like, really, yeah, like like there's really like there's a, any service where you can like Amazon. If you order something in the morning, you could potentially get it by the that day. Or mm-hmm. you can even there are even our services where you can just hire someone to go to the store and deliver some like get right. it for you and deliver. And so that stuff does exist. It's just not used as much here. And it's but not I think cheap, this, is it? Mm, I don't know. I, I'm not, I, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't. I mean, Amazon's cheap because a lot I, of I mean, the... it's, relatively speaking, it's right. like a hundred dollars a year. Right. But because in China, the they. Uh, there was usually a very minimal delivery fee. It was a couple, maybe right. one or two bucks, if that. Um, yeah, which isn't bad. But maybe this will may, maybe with the increase in the delivery business, mm-hmm. um, and maybe with the added competition. Um, you know, obviously, there's always been competition. Mm-hmm. There's more than one delivery company. But maybe with the heightened right. competition because of the more business happening, maybe there'll be more. Uh, the companies will be incentivized to to lower delivery fees because. Um, mm-hmm. You know they're Could trying be. to compete against some other company that does zero delivery fees. Like like we almost uh, bought we bought we got pizza delivered today, and um, someone uses uh, and and DoorDash I believe offers mm-hmm. free delivery. And I, I've never used DoorDash before, but since they um saw so, but I was like I mean they offer free de- uh, delivery I might as well use that one instead of you know the other thing. Right. And so um I don't know I I I I think we'll we'll see a, a change in that game for sure. I think so. How oh, do you feel agree. about um, how do you feel about the uh, about 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 your future as a traveling teacher? Essentially, uh, we'll see. There's lots of question marks in the air right now. Well, well, not not even about. Let, let's not even focus on what how, when you're getting Here, the job. I have a what the job predict- be. How well, do you feel about? Uh, like say they're ready to go in September. They're like, all right, yeah, the the pandemic's over. You know, be careful when you travel, but. Mm-hmm. We're ready to start, and we're teaching again. How do how would you feel about I'm that? I'm gone. Peace out, Jared. You're going. Mm-hmm. Dosvidania. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah, because I mean, the risk is the risk is really just the flight, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, I've done I've done it before. Uh, wasn't fun. Wasn't great, but it is what it is. Um, how did 
Can I ask you mm-hmm. this? I don't know if I've ever asked you this. How do you feel being in the U.S., looking at us? Uh, I mean, you know uh, uh, the American uh, policymakers are mm-hmm. all in all pretty st- generally inept people. Yep. But having yep, yep. F- a s- fled China uh, months before this was even a, s- a slight concern in the in U.S. The States, yep. How do you feel look like look like when you like how how did you feel when you got back and it's like how is no one concerned about this how is no one talking about this how has this not even come up um, like it's, it's and then you dis- see it now and it's like well yeah of course this is yep. what happens yep <laughs> it's it's disheartening it's disappointing and it's just sad um, because I mean it's like you just kind of just waited for it to come is essentially right. all you were doing That's and all I, you could do is just be like it's gonna come right. and now I just and, have to sit here and wait. And I'm no medical expert, obviously, no no scientist, but like I kind of knew that eventually it was going to get to the States. And the irony is I left China January 30th or 31st. It was already in the States on January 20th in Washington State. So it was there 10 to 11 days before I even left. Um, Then I was in Bali for 21 days and I came back. Also, what's a little scary to me, Jared, is on the on the flight to Bali, everyone was wearing a mask, which is fine. Uh, then from Seoul, same thing, and from Seoul to Detroit, uh, went through customs. The lady saw my passport, which has my Chinese visa and everything else in there. Didn't ask me a single question. Now I would. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Now I think that could have been because I was already past the fourteen-day quarantine point, which was mm. why I stayed longer in Bali. But also, uh, they didn't take my temperature or anything. Um, I would I would venture to guess. Now I think you're being generous, saying that she mm-hmm. saw your passport and she saw that. All right, this you know he was in a you know coronavirus zone for more than fourteen days. I think mm-hmm. what more likely what it more likely was. At mm-hmm. that point, the customs people probably, uh, the U.S. customs people probably had no sort of education or or mandate on what to do about coronavirus. I bet you that True. is way more likely what it, what it was. Is that they they there that was not even part of their job at that point. Was considering mm-hmm. that I think they were just doing right. their normal job. Right. Yeah. Could be. Very well. Could be. Jared. I just. You know, I think there's a lot of Americans out there that don't realize the severity that this could become. And a lot of this has to do with what we do now and within the next couple of weeks. Um, And so I think these couple of weeks are really going to shape how our life will look at how what our life will look like when this is all said and done at some point. Um, yeah. And yeah, I'm not sure if I'll be able to go abroad to teach. I'm knocking on wood. I have my fingers, I have my thumbs pressed, as the Germans say. Um, so I'm really hoping for it. But, you know, we really don't know. And the other thing is, too, is I think the longer countries stay locked down and don't uh, have other people coming in, um, I think it's going to cause this maybe a little bit more nationalism in some countries. Um, mm. So we'll, we'll have to see. I mean, especially if one country handles the pandemic fairly well and another falters a bit. Um, yeah. I say less nationalism. Now that's always there, but in more xenophobia. I feel like it's could, less yeah, like a pride in, in their own country and more a fear of people from other countries. Yeah, I would that agree. That it would be. 100%. Um, uh, cause there's no reason for, I mean, I was gonna say there's no reason for 
uh, anyone here in America to be proud, but I mean, right? They've always well, we are number one, proud Americans for no reason. We are number one in most minor coronavirus cases in the world now, and I guarantee you, we have way more than that too. Of course we do. We're not testing, but um, let's go back to the future Mm -hmm. now. Um, you know, obviously you want to go to uh, Russia, Nazvedania, or whatever you said. Um, (laughs) How do you feel about leaving your family? The idea of uh, your family, who, uh, especially your dad, who's uh, uh, you know even older than your mom, is Mm -hmm. uh, rather vulnerable out of in the vulnerable age group. Yep, and. like, how do you feel about, about them and the idea of leaving them? And your mom works. She's going to go back to an office right. at some point. Right. Well, I'm I'm hoping by the time she goes back to the office and by the time I hopefully am able to leave the country and go to Russia, um, I'm hoping by then it will be fairly back to normal. Uh, thankfully, with my mom's job, she can work from home however long it takes. Um, so that's okay. good. My father's retired, so he's not really at high risk because it's not like he's going out and stuff like that. Um, sure. Um, but the thing that has been nice being home has been able being able to help them. And I think a lot of people will look back at this time, um, although, yes, it is scary and there's a lot of question marks and uncertainty, I think a lot of people will look back at this with some slightly fond memories of being home and being able to spend a lot of time with their kids or their wife or girlfriend or pets or whatever. Um, and I hope what that means is when we can become social again in the future that uh, people really uh, are in the moment, enjoy it, and don't take it for granted. Uh, there's kind of a funny yeah. meme that's been going around right now. Uh, if Jared was still a part of Facebook, he would have seen it. I posted one that said, if I would have known, I would have hugged my homies a little bit harder the last time I saw him, which I think is pretty true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we just hung out normally like a, a week or so before that. Yep. Um, so, um, I'm gonna I, I'm I'm gonna assume now back to the future. I'm gonna imagine that we can essentially say goodbye to the summer of 2020. Probably. The summer of 2020 Probably. is over. Like, just forget about it. Uh, that's forget weird. about it. Like it'll just be like sort of a. Uh, and how fitting is it though? It almost feels. It almost feels now. I'm now. I'm not turning. I'm not putting on my tinfoil hat. But Put the tinfoil hat is on, Jared. That that the world falls apart in 2020. It's such a round year, conveniently round year. Right. Everything really starts to fall apart. We're probably going to have some sort of serious ep- economic issues. Yep. A virus due to a virus, yep. and it comes in 2020, which is going to be so memorable. Yep. Come 20. 342 2020 <laughs> just rolls off the tongue right the 2020 pandemic pandemic of 2020 yes. yeah i think the same time though too i wonder in the short term if like i know at least in china they have uh all foreigners that were in china when all of this happened uh they have basically extended all of their visas kind of i don't know if it's automatically or you have to call an office i'm not really sure what the rules are and everything but i wonder if this will also cause a simplification of bureaucracy. I doubt it. I would love to see it. Mm. I don't know. I do think, though, Jared, this will cause, ideally cause governments and politicians to take more uh, caution and, and invest more time and money and resources in healthcare. 
and I hope this will finally bring universal health care to the United States. Because look, I am yeah. not I'm I'm not here to tell you to get rid of your private health insurance. If that's what you know, if you pay for it and that's what you want, I think that should still be legal. But I think at right. the same it'd time, probably be better, still, right? Right. And, theoretically speaking, right. And at the same time, it's like, well, why? Why does healthcare have to be tied to having a job? If you lose your job right. and you're poor, how are you going to pay for all that healthcare, anyways? You know, there's a sad mm. story of a 17 year old boy who passed away in California because he didn't have insurance and couldn't get treated. Uh, so I think there's going to be a lot, sadly, a lot more stories like this in the U.S. Uh, we're going to hear stories of people going 30, 40, 50, 60, 70,000 or more in debt because of this. And I think yeah. that will uh, kind of change things politically, hopefully. Another thing I think that will happen as well, uh, other than maybe universal health care, is countries toying with the idea of universal-based income. I don't know if you saw yeah. this, Jerry, but Canada, I believe for the next four or six months, uh, I don't know what the qualifications are, but you will be getting two grand every month from the Canadian government. Um, yeah, see, and that's uh, there's there's been a lot of talk about that here mm -hmm. in the U.S. and it never happens, obviously. Right. And there's a talk about now the uh, quote unquote Trump check uh, of oh, twelve hundred, no. like twelve hundred bucks. Help so much. Thanks for the twelve hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. It's like what is what is. What is one check going to do, really? Right. And, and it's like, I don't know. I don't understand. It's not, like, it's like, not like all your payments stop only one month and then it begins again, you know? I don't remember who was telling me this, but I think it was, maybe it was my girlfriend that was saying that, like, she, she, did, uh, she was saying that, like, the thing about getting one check is it doesn't convince anyone to spend money. All it does is convince them to hoard it. Right. But if you if they know that um more is coming and that the, and they know they don't have to be as concerned of, mm -hmm. about their expenses cuz there's going to be $1200 a month coming and there's a little bit more wiggle room on their right. on their finances, may, they'd and probably be way back more likely into the to spend the economy and stimulate the economy. I'm I mean, right. I'm no economist, be, but yeah. Yeah, that's what she was saying. They'd be way more likely to spend it if they know right. that it's not just going to go away. And it's like, all right, exactly. well, that was $1,200 for the average American doesn't even cover them for half the month. Right. Not, I would imagine. Some I just people, made it doesn't up. even cover know. your rent or your mortgage. <laughs> um, I don't know. But yeah. I made that up. But it doesn't, I, I, I imagine that doesn't cover uh, the average American for a month. Right. You know what else I think will change is I, I hope, I really, really hope this. I guess because I have some personal ties to this, but I hope that there will be teachers will be paid more accordingly uh, because I think people are, are starting to become very keen mm. on the fact that uh, teachers have a very difficult job. You know, I, I've, yeah. I've been fortunate. My students and the jobs I've had have been very good in the regard that my students have been great and it hasn't been incredibly stressful and difficult, but there are a lot of teachers who teach in, you know, underprivileged areas and a lot of places where they have tons of difficulties every day. Um, and not all children are angels to teach, uh, if, we're, if we're being honest here. And, uh, you betcha. and I think parents are starting to realize that after this, you know, quarantine and lockdown. <gasps> My kid's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I hope that that will also be another change when this pandemic is done. Yeah, yeah. And um, e even like jobs like um, like grocery store worker or mm -hmm. like post office uh, worker, you know, like delivery there, there's driver. So many, yeah, yeah, so many jobs that we that we don't even really think twice about um, during normal times. And now it's like 
people, um, you know, people are like thanking their grocery, their grocery store workers extra and, right. and leaving toilet paper out on their doorstep for uh, delivery people to take. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think people, well, no, I was going to say people, I think will just appreciate well, I stand by this. I appreciate family more. I, think. I hope so. Maybe not other, not other people. I hope. Though. I don't. I, I don't hope, have any faith in that happening. I hope. But at I the think end at least this, their own families. Yeah, I hope at the end of this, um, people will be more appreciative of a lot of things. I think there's a lot we took for granted um, that was normal, and there are some things that were normal that I think we should never allow to become normal again. Uh, and I mm-hmm. hope that will happen, but we'll we'll have to see. Uh, oh, one, mm-hmm. I got one more for you. Speaking of terrible normalcies in our life, what do you think is going to happen to the election? I have read that uh, they will be sending out ballots, absentee ballots in May, mail-in. Okay. But we'll see if That's, that happens. Oh, for, if, like, like, for election. Oh, like nationwide? Because mm-hmm. not, con- not every state does that. Right. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. It's really hard to but say. But that, that's what I did for the primaries. I right. did absentee. So right. it doesn't really make a difference for me. I, I was going to do that for this one, too. But I just, I mean, in general, I wonder right. what's going to happen. And I wonder if, I mean, obviously, turnout's probably going to be super low, especially if, um, or maybe not, if you're mailing it in. It's much easier. Yeah. I don't know. I imagine turnout will be a lot lower. And then I wonder, um, I wonder, um, well, let's not get into politics. Okay. Let's get into music, Jared, and let's talk about mm-hmm. our song of the pod for today. Yes. Which is by a Swedish hip-hop group called Afasi and Filthy. The song is called Sverige Trotters. I'm sure I said that wrong. Um, But it's a Swedish hip-hop song, and what are your thoughts on it, Jared? Uh, It's good. I like it. It's fun. Um, What do you think Sverige Trotters means? It means difficult something, right? Wouldn't you imagine? No, isn't isn't Swedish... I don't know what... Trotters can mean a lot of things. Let's see. Here. I'm gonna translate. Translate it for I'm me. Find out for it. me. Because I think Sverige is Sweden or Swedish. I think. Oh, it is. I think Swedish. Sweden trotter. Okay. Oh wait. Yeah, Sweden trotter. Okay, that's oh, there really you go. useful. Okay. So someone who's <laughs> like a Swedish vagabond or traveling around Sweden. Uh, maybe. Okay. 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 I like it. It's they're they're um they're hip hop people, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't I wouldn't call them. F- Full, uh, well, is that rude? I don't know if I call them like full on hip hop, you know, like like it's I, I don't know why I wouldn't. It's not because they're white people. Come on now, that's Jared. not why. Come on, Jared. Uh, you know, I actually, you know, I, I I was telling Chad to me they sound like the white Eminem, both of them <laughs> as one. Are the <laughs> so uh, no, I would never say that. But it's I don't know. It's but maybe it's just because I don't know what they're ta- they're talking about it's, that yeah, kind of throws it off a little be. bit. But uh, I do like it, and I like the, I like the beat. It's it's easy to like kind of bounce along to. Oh, for sure, um, really how good did you energy. Find it? Um, how did I find it? I was just looking for Swedish music, just because I wanted to listen mm-hmm. to what Swedish music sounds like. Uh, we've had a Swedish group called Mando Mando Diao on the uh, song of the podcast oh, yes. before. They were Swedish. That song was in English. This one though, it, and I was curious to hear what Swedish hip hop sounded like, and I think it sounds mm. really cool. It's yes. uh, unexpected, but it sounds really cool. It's very interesting. At first, I thought I was listening to German. Before I, I didn't look at the title. If you're not, if when, you're not um, listening very closely, I could easily see how you would think that. 
But then I realized, I was like, oh, I don't understand anything they're saying. Right. <laughs> right. Like, I at least pick up one word if right. it was German. <laughs> exactly. So, but I, I did think it was German at first, just before I really gave it a close listen. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, Most yeah, definitely. yeah. I, I think the language is very, um, is very uh, fitting for, for some hippity hop. Oh, definitely. So check that out if you want some hippity hop. Check out our song yeah. on the pod playlist, Untranslatable Podcast on YouTube. Check it out. Afasi and Filthy, Sverige Trotters. Uh, and check that out. Get some Swedish hip hop going for you. All right, Jared. So now uh, it's time for our foreign word of the pod. And I am learning Ruski, which is Russian. And my word today is Budushe. And Budushe means is it means future. Future. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. That's very nice. Thank mm-hmm. you. You're welcome. I'm currently taking a hiatus from language learning due to quarantine. That's fair. Everyone knows you can't learn a language when you're trapped inside all day. Mm. I'm not so <laughs> sure about that one, Jared. But uh, let's let's <clears> recap <throat> today's episode, Jared. So I think uh, in terms of travel, things uh, are definitely going to change a lot. We might see people wearing masks for a little while after this is over. Uh, maybe some cheap deals. We'll see. I think people will definitely be apprehensive, as you mentioned, Jared, to travel, which I think is a normal reaction. Um, other than that, I think it will be really interesting uh, to see uh, how like tourist places will react to this uh, and what they will do. Uh, hopefully, this will be- bring some positive political change in many different countries, uh, better access to health care, hopefully better benefits for teachers, things like this. Um, you know, resources for hospitals and places and areas that need more resources, things like this. Um, so we'll just have to see. Um, but what what were some other uh, predictions we had, Jared? Uh, I predict that uh, part of TSA's job for the next for the foreseeable future will be taking our temperatures, temperature guns. Um, I think there will be a lot more natural social distancing happening. Yep. Ju- um, I think um, Jared and I are going to do a I'm podcast across the room when we're in person. Oh, I would. We could easily do that, and I would love to be able to do a podcast with you again in person. Um, I also think that um, the delivery industry, whether it be, mm-hmm. uh, will go up, and not just food. I'm talking groceries. I'm talking uh, all sorts know, even, of stuff, even toys. You know, stuff you mm-hmm. get from from you know the the mall or wherever else people go to shop these days. Target people like Target, right? Um, and I think, um, love your, uh, to hug your family and stay hydrated. Yep. That's right. Stay hydrated. People love your family. Uh, good recap, Jared. Definitely good recap. Uh, so yeah. So let us know what you think life will look like after the pandemic in terms of travel or just regular daily life in general at untranslatable podcast at gmail.com. Check out our Instagram untranslatable podcast for uh, pics and clips and other great things. Also check our, our Twitter untranslatable one, the number one uh, slide into Jared's DMS with some untranslatables, or if there are any topic ideas you would like us to discuss, let us know. And lastly, please, five-star reviews on itunes and stitcher let us know how we can make this podcast better for you so as we say here at the untranslatable podcast which is gracias and dosvidanya